0: Hello and welcome to the Unsuckable Podcast. I'm your host Manuel Feet and I'm greeting you from Canada. The country, the kings of the north, first in CONCACAF qualifying, way ahead of everyone else. Well, boy, go different I guess. Um, certainly ahead of Mexico, certainly ahead of the United States. We'll finish third. Filippo, kings of the north, kings of CONCACAF.
1: Um, oh my God. <laughs>
0: I knew that would trigger you. Uh,
1: That that doesn't trigger me as much. You know what triggered me was when the main Canadian account went on and said, we're going to win the CONCACAF title. That's when I was just like, dude, you can say you dominated qualifying. Call yourself kings, even though it sounds ridiculous, considering you haven't done anything besides that. But when they said CONCACAF title in the World Cup qualifying, that just bothered me. That was the only thing. But congratulations to Canada, though. To be fair, they were the best CONCACAF team throughout World Cup qualifying. They just had a bad window this time. But throughout the qualifying process, everything in CONCACAF, they were the best side, qualified in first, rightfully so. So congrats for that. But that was just ridiculous to see.
0: I do think a table is the best way to determine who's the best team, though.
1: But it's not called title when it's a qualifying no, tournament. No, 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 yeah. no.
0: I'm not arguing that. I don't think there's you should be given a title title. Um. I do think it is a very good way to determine who is, on balance, the best team in the region right now. And I think the table doesn't lie. The table doesn't lie.
1: No, but Berhalter's bounce passes don't lie either. But ooh, let's coach, keep going.
0: Coach are a part of the team. Anyways. Wait, Mendo, um, Mendo, can go, I
1: tell a funny story just before we start here um, about yes, Berhalter? I was in the game, right, in Orlando against Panama. And there was this play where Burhalter got the ball, and he did a very aggressive behind-the-back bounce pass. And I think the ref thought he was throwing the ball angrily on the floor. The ref yelled at him, telling him to stop the bounce passes, believe it or not. That actually happened.
0: Oh, that, that's his trademark, though. Oh, well.
1: He can't stop it, but keep going. Sorry about that.
0: Yeah. Anyways, uh, I know these two next guys are gonna be very happy with anything I said. So everything I said, Josh, how's it going, buddy? Like, how does it feel to wear that
2: crown? I mean, despite what Jon Snow thinks over there, it it, it feels pretty good. I'm excited. Uh, it was a little disappointing the end of the window though, because I just, I mean, there was there was something to play for in that last match, and Canada's been so much fun to watch throughout these World Cup qualifying, and that was the just the most Concacaf late performance i've seen it was it looked like canada could have played another 90 minutes and probably not found the back of the net so i mean kudos to panama for coming back from getting eliminated from the world cup and putting in a, a pretty decent performance but was not easy on the eyes and on top of what we lost we didn't get into the pot three i know that that doesn't really bother you that much manual and to right. be honest I, like you said I, I saw a couple of your tweets looking at the pot three pot four there's honestly there's just as good as a chance of a decent world cup draw it doesn't matter four. no I I, <laughs> I, really doesn't think so but it left a bitter taste in my mouth because it was just an awful game to watch
0: you see I'm gonna bring Adrian in here first and then we can maybe chat about this but Adrian first of all how's it going also a king of CONCACAF
3: how's it going buddy it's going well I am happy that we are the kings of CONCACAF I wish you know I wish that Herdman had a little something to him as well as far as like bounce passes go or something like that I had noticed in past games that he had a sort of flesh-colored AirPod that he was always wearing. And I don't know if I noticed that in this past window, if he was still wearing that flesh-colored no, no, this, AirPod. This, he's had this throughout. Oh, he still had it. I didn't notice it this time. So I was yeah. thinking maybe that was the secret to Canada struggling a little bit, lack of AirPod yeah. for Herdman. But if it was there, then I, uh, I'll i step away from that, that sort of... Uh, theory and i'll move on to another one soon but hey (laughs) one is for sure that sword that canada had that didn't make it to costa rica did you get did you hear about that manual the sword that canada had throughout it didn't
0: make it through customs
3: (laughs) didn't make it through customs in costa rica and that is the only reason why canada lost that match that and i guess you know mark anthony k getting a little bit uh a little bit strange out there on the pitch but you know what like you said kings of conca calf for now Onto the World Cup, I'm happy. I don't care about pots. Pot one, two, three, four it doesn't matter to me. We're in the World Cup.
0: Yeah, I, I do, I do want to talk about that real quick before we get into all the pots um, and the, the the playoffs that we still have to chat about. Listen, it really, really doesn't matter whether you're in pot three or pot four. And the that final game against Panama, these guys all have to play this weekend. And when you look at the differences between those two parts, and then you will say, oh, I have a pretty big game on Saturday. Um, You know, I need to be back with my respective club team, the team that pays your salary, by the way. Eh, (laughs) I, I get it. I mean, honestly, it really isn't worth that much. And you could see it. I mean, Josh, like you could see it throughout that game against Panama that like, Honestly, it wasn't that important.
1: No, um, I didn't.
2: It certainly, it certainly, Go ahead, Filippo.
1: No, I was just going to say one thing The Manuel. So I don't forget about it. He's, he's talking about pot three and four. And I agree pot three and four. There's no major difference. Pot two, on the other hand, I think it does help. And I think we'll talk about it soon. Yeah, because there's some very strong nations in pot two. For example, you avoid Germany by being in pot two. So oh, but yeah, know. go ahead, Josh. Sorry.
2: Yeah, no, I I hundred percent agree. I mean, if Canada had an opportunity to go up to pot two and we lost that match, I'd be a lot a lot angrier. Uh, I I agree. Pot three, pot four, it doesn't make a massive difference from looking at the. I mean, all the sides are pretty uh, level, but it was a performance and it was the match. And like Manuel pointed to, you, it it just didn't look like they were overly. It looked like they partied hard at BMO, celebrated yeah. that they're going to the World Cup, and then just kind of dragged their feet through Panama. It was it was just it was couple chances here and there but all in all it was just one of those matches like let's let's wrap this thing up and let's move on
0: honestly we've seen this before (laughs) um i mean my my country germany we usually qualify quite early on and um, i remember many performances on the last match day against a smaller country where they just like pass the ball around because
3: who wants to get hurt at this stage right radian yeah, who wants to get hurt and and like Josh sort of alluded to they had done the thing that they had set out to do which was qualify and it's always nice to, you know, finish with a perfect record which they couldn't have done anyways because of that loss in Costa Rica or finish, you know, very very clear, more clear at the top. But ultimately you could see it. even Herdman was fielding a lot of guys that he probably wouldn't have fielded if it was a do-or-die match, right? It's just sort of a, hey, we already accomplished what we wanted to do. Let's try and tinker, and we'll still try to win the game, but we're going to tinker a little bit. We're going to give other guys opportunities like Cavallini starting, Kone starting, etc. And uh, yeah, it's job done already, and uh, I'm happy. And I'm happy ultimately because... This is what we wanted. That was always the goal. He said it in 2018. We will qualify in 2022. And he did that. They accomplished yeah. it. The last match, who cares? Still okay. finished first. Like, Still finished first. And when but, that goal went in, don't get me wrong. I did celebrate when Laren did score, which was called back after. And it would have been nice to steal a point. But meh, when it was disallowed, I wasn't too emotional. You honestly like that. I have had an issue with this one. Um, I do
0: think it was offside. But it has to be conclusive. Uh, and without drawing lines, it's not. So yeah. you, technically speaking, can you call it back? I mean, again, I had like no issue, but like, thank God that wasn't a must win game. Because honestly, if you're not drawing those lines, you cannot be conclusively, con- cannot
3: conclusively call this offside. Yeah, that's right. You're just you're just a guy that's sort of you know standing bent over, squinting, thinking. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think it looks offside. I think it's It's past the ball, or is it maybe the next frame? Like, which
0: one is it? Like, honestly, if you're not drawing calibrated lines, that's not conclusive.
3: No, and like you said, thankfully it 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 didn't matter in the end. And Canada's already qualified because otherwise it would have been the most CONCACAF. CONCACAF thing out there to just sort of, yes, we're using VAR now, but we're not drawing lines for to determine if it's offside or not. MLS style, we are, you um, know, thumb, rule of thumb.
0: Um, that's kind of how it works, I guess. But um, let's start with, let's do these pots and the nations that are qualified. Uh, first of all, Adrian, congrats. Portugal's there too. You were very worried that they might not go there, so...
3: But they did. North Macedonia yeah. did not claim another scalp. So uh, like I said on Twitter, Portugal is better than Italy. Portugal are defending Euro 2020 champions now because of this. Because it's like boxing, right? That's how football yeah. works.
0: All right. Yeah. Um, there is something out there, I think, where you, like they can do like the, the World Cup and it's determined by the last team winning. And yeah, um, we can maybe put that, that Twitter account um, in the mentions or something. It's an interesting one.
4: College basketball fans, join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victories into your own big win. New customers can bet $5 on any team to get $250 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state, you can still join the College Hoops Action with DraftKings Pools. Everyone can play free pools all March long for a shot to share over $250,000 in prizes. Simply join a pool and answer the question, who will make it to the next round? And who will hit the most three-pointers? Then track your results. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get two hundred and fifty. dollars dollars in free bets if they do. If they win, you win. With the promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus restrictions apply. See show notes for details. But yeah, um
0: Filippo Costa Rica now against New Zealand. That's one of the playoff games and I want to start with that one. Um Costa Rica looked pretty good in this last window.
1: Yeah, nine points, man. Um, only Costa Rica and Canada were able to accomplish that throughout the campaign. And and I talked to Eddie, a guest, very knowledgeable Costa Rican soccer expert. And he talked about how they rejuvenated the squad because in the beginning it was very old. They brought in some new young players and they look good against the U.S. So again, and and then when you have Keylor Navas on goal, you talk about the importance of Neuer for Bayern. And we clearly have seen it there is such a huge importance for having Keylor Navas back there, right? The confidence in the back line, everything he can provide along with the leadership. This Costa Rica team is no pushover. Now to, I I think they should be able to go through New Zealand, but this is a very, very ignorant take from my side, because I would probably tell you, I think the last time I watched New Zealand play was against Mexico in 2013. (laughs) So, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But honestly, the Costa Rican side looked very good. And they caught up with the United States in points. At one point, they looked like they were eliminated. But they finished the same amount of points as the United States. Quite impressive.
0: I I saw New Zealand live in stadium at the 2017 Confederations Cup in Russia. That's the only thing I know about them, Philippo.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, oh, yeah. They were there. I don't even re- yeah. see. I watched them there, too, but I don't remember. I remember the Mexico one. Remember when Mexico had to go to the Interconfederate playoffs in 2013 and they played New Zealand, but they they mm. crushed them like 5-1 at home and then they beat them in New Zealand. So Costa Rica should be able to go. But but again, this time it's different. There's no home and away game. It's one game. One game. We've seen this with Italy and many other occasions with other national teams. Anything can happen. So but Costa Rica is very experienced and I think they got the right mix of youth and experience in this side they should be able to pull through and CONCACAF should have four nations in the World Cup which I think it's very important for the region
0: yeah and Costa Rica is such a good football country like really good I've been to Costa Rica and it's just there's something about the way they go about this game there and it's very positive and it's also, you know, probably have the best club sites that are not coming from Mexico or North America. Like, I mean, like, sorry, not North America, but you know what I mean, US or Canada.
1: I mean, they're also the last CONCACAF nation to make it to a quarterfinals, yeah. right? So that that can't be forgotten as well. And they played very well in that World Cup.
0: And in Navas, they're probably, like, no, not probably. They do have the best keeper in this region and probably one of the top three players in this region, period. Um very good goalkeeper i'm a big navas fan i think he's fantastic and he gives them a chance every game that's the other thing um yeah so i i'm pulling for costa rica here sorry new zealand listeners if there's any um but yeah i'm 100 pulling for um costa rica here then the second one i'm gonna stay with you uh here Real quick, um, before we talk about the 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 big one, uh, Wales or Scotland or Ukraine, that's a, a topic. I think that's a bit more complicated. But Peru or Australia against United Arab Emirates? Why is it Peru or Australia? Is there an, what am I missing here, Filippo?
1: Sorry, Manuel. Um, about Peru, you said you were asking about Australia or Peru right now.
0: Yeah, exactly. Is it why is it like in the list that I have in front of me? Is this Peru or Australia against United Arab Emirates? What's the determining factor there?
1: So I don't know why you. So what's happening is I think Australia and the United Arab Emir, Emirates still have to play each other. So Peru is You're there right. already. Okay, Peru so, is there already. Um, that's what I didn't get from your ignore question. Ignore
0: my ignorance. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> so that Peru you is have, going to... You got me confused there. But but yeah, Peru is there already. They qualified in fifth once again in in common ball. Surprising many, right? Uh, Chile is out. Colombia is out. That was probably the biggest surprise. Not too much because we talked about in the last podcast how they love to underachieve. Uh, But nonetheless to say, Peru is back there. And and it's going to be an interesting matchup, right? Peru and Australia. I haven't followed the Asian qualifiers enough to talk about how Australia is doing. I don't know what's going on there. But the Peru side is a side that definitely has less talent than the other South American nations, but they're 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 feisty, they're tough to face, and they're very well coached by Ricardo Gareca that got them to the last World Cup and is trying to accomplish that once again. So it could be a little bit of a South American bias from my side, but I think Peru is going to pull this off. I've seen how they've been playing and, and Gareca knows what he's doing. He knows this team like no one else. And they play tougher competition than Australia, so they should also be prepared in terms of that. But again, it's one match, ninety minutes. Anything can happen. We yeah. we know that.
0: Nine, like that's the that's the thing. Like knockout stage games are such so unpredictable sometimes, right? So yeah, um, yeah. I'm apologize here. The way this uh, list that I had in front of me had Peru or Australia against United Arab Emirates. That's of course not correct. Um, yeah. So uh, moving on. That's the big one now. And I know, um, Josh, you've read a little bit on this, and we don't really know what's going to happen here. Um, Wales is already in in the final for the the UEFA playoffs, and they are going to face Scotland or Ukraine for the final UEFA spot. We don't really know what's going on with Ukraine. Um, It is difficult for them as a country. Of course, they're being invaded by by Russia, um, Russia the absolute aggressor here and rightfully kicked out from from participating at this World Cup. Um, but Ukraine, of course, it's very difficult because we don't know if they're going to be able to play, when they're going to play. Um what's your take here?
2: I mean, I guess it was the right call to get it moved because I mean it's 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 such a shame. And again, I mean I, I absolutely agree with, with Russia getting tossed out. I I I loved it seeing it. But you got to feel, I mean, some of those players obviously are are against the war, and this is a a once-in-a-lifetime type of opportunity that they're not going to get, and it's because of their country. But that aside, it's the same kind of thing with Ukraine. Like, this is a a once-in-a-lifetime type opportunity to go to a World Cup. They desperately want to. They want to move the game and see if there's an opportunity that they can play it and potentially, obviously, win. But there's a huge unknown factor. So, I mean, from what I've read, it'll probably go down in two scenarios. It'll be, yes, they're able to play if they win against Scotland, they'll take on Wales, winner goes. Or it be something similar to we saw with Poland getting the bye, is that they, for whatever reason, they can't actually play the match. Scotland gets the, the bye, Scotland versus Wales, winner goes to the World Cup.
0: Yeah, I think the one big factor, of course, is psychological, right? Like, your country's being invaded, are you really in the right state of mind to play uh, a decisive World Cup qualifier in the window that we just had? Um, considering that 35 days prior Russia invaded your country um so I think moving it was the right right thing to do and yeah there is a lot of players that play abroad for Ukraine but the vast majority of players are still domestic players and um, I know FIFA have the special window to loan out players to other leagues and having them play there and I think there needs to be a concentrated effort to give these Ukrainian players who are currently at home Um, and we want to play to give them opportunities to play so they have a chance to actually be prepared for this for this game if they are able or allowed to play so really tricky situation here of course i personally think it would be symbolic for ukraine to be at this world cup um so yeah honestly let's hope for the best here um and the hope that Ukraine sort of can pull this together and maybe make a symbolic entrance. And you never know. I mean, sometimes these countries that have, um, you know, something bad going on at home can surprise at a tournament like that and really put the focus on on their country. And fingers crossed, I would personally would love Ukraine to be there. Uh, and, um, you know, my thoughts and prayers are with them every day because like, that's obviously a country I spend a lot of time and lived in. And um, it's very sad. Anyhow, guys, let's move on to, let's go through these parts. Um, Part one. Somehow, I have a, a, okay, here's here's something that I want to admit first off at the very top. These FIFA World Rankings. I have a big beef with them because they rank everything, they rank every qualifier around the world the same way. Um, I think that their standings are a little bit, hmm. But here we are. They determine. No, but, this, this but Manuel,
1: Manuel the, the qualifying is ranked the same way, but the opponent you face has a different coefficient.
0: Right. Which is.
1: So, so UEFA, going. for the most part, when you face certain teams, you do get more points if you win. Because they're more yeah. well ranked, right? So, like if you defeat Germany in UEFA. Or England, they're more well ranked. You get more points because of the coefficient of the ranking. But, but, but Mexico, I understand what you're saying. Is
0: Mexico in the U.S. really a top fifteen country? No,
1: absolutely not. But but you you do get what I mean? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I do get yeah, what you mean. I mean, like obviously Qatar, the host, is there. Um, no problem with that. Russia was a host last World Cup. That's just what when you are hosting, you were in pot one. Um, I mean, Portugal is in pot one, Adrian. Despite, yeah.
3: despite the fact that <laughs> you needed playoffs to get there, but you're in pot one. Yeah, they finished behind Serbia. Why isn't Serbia in pot one? You know why? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's sort of weird how they sort of determine everything. Um, I think. I think it should be based upon how qualification goes more than how, but then how do you sort of weight them against yes. each other? I guess that's why they introduced the ranking. It's it's really difficult to sort of make a definitive way to sort it out that's fair for everyone. Um, mm-hmm. For example, like, I mean, the fact that Belgium was ranked the best team in the world for so long just says all that you need to know about the FIFA World Rankings, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a bunch of baloney and everybody knows it. Everyone sort of accepts it as such. But um, yeah, I i mean, I'll, I'll take it as a, as a Portugal supporter. Still, I'll take them being in there. But it, do they deserve it? I don't know. I didn't even know the World Cup ranking existed until I moved to Canada. <laughs> the rest of the world doesn't care, right? Eh?
0: The Europe, it's like in Germany, like you see the press release, but like no one really pays much attention to it. Or What do you think, Filippo?
1: No, I just wanted to say that, uh, and I think, Especially Manuel that follows and is German as well. And I think Adrian, more of his Portuguese side, might agree with this too. It's for the top nations, right? The ones fighting for the title, pot one or pot two, don't really matter, right? The, 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 the nations fighting for the title will go through the group stage regardless. Tough matchups, easy matchups, it doesn't really matter, right? These seedings usually matter more to nations like the United States, right, that rely on maybe a little bit of an easier group to go through or a better matchup. Yeah. But I don't think it impacts the main one. So, like, for example, pot one and two, the big guys, I don't think it matters that much.
0: Because you're going to get a big team anyways, right? Exactly. Like, so if, you, if you're Germany and, like, you get, you get any of these other countries, like, the top two, like, we have to remember this too, the top two of every group goes through. So, like, if Germany and England are drawn together, say that, the expectations are still that both those countries will go through.
1: Yeah, and if you can't beat England, that means you probably can't win the World Cup, so it doesn't matter. Uh, so, so, yeah, for the the champions, the the title contenders, it's really not that big of a deal. But I understand like countries like the U.S., Mexico, Canada, that their goal is let's just go as far as we can. You want to get a better seating here and there to see if you get a better matchup and you can pull through to the round of 16 or maybe make a deeper run to the quarterfinals. But the title contenders that are all the pot one teams pretty much do have a shot on winning the World Cup. Right. We can argue that besides mm-hmm. Qatar, unless they rig it.
0: Oh, well, You never know.
1: <laughs> yeah you never know money money goes a long way but but, but when you look at what at part two i see maybe i see germany with i only see germany honestly in part two with odds of winning the world cup um netherlands uh no nah, they've had better teams and they didn't win it i'm i'm sorry it's not Louis happening.
0: Van guided them to the the final in 2010
1: with a better team with a better team <sighs> this
0: team is pretty good Filippo.
1: It's good, but the, he guided them with a better team. Yeah, I mean, where, realistically, where I think, it's just Germany on pot two that could like that could win the no, World Cup.
0: You know, like that, that defense is really good, like Van Dijk, and like <sighs> I just saw I, I saw him live this week, right? And I was like, holy crap, they're actually pretty good. <laughs> um, we'll see. What they the only needed they only do. needed a good twenty minutes, really, because Germany dominated that match for seventy minutes, and then like. We made a few substitutions, um, but that little bit of lifeline was enough for them.
1: But would you agree that besides Qatar, every single pot one team is a title contender?
0: Yeah, 100%. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, anything can happen. Obviously, one's more than others. And then when you go to pot two, realistically, it's pretty much just Germany. Anyone else who need very good form... Okay, I'll put Netherlands as the second one there, but they Germany wouldn't be
0: very... Yeah.
1: I think Germany is kind of like a pot one team disguised in pot two. Netherlands is more or less an elite pot two team. That's the way I see it.
0: See, I don't see a difference between the Netherlands and Belgium. That's just um,
1: that is a fair argument. That is a fair argument. I agree with anymore. that one hundred percent. Or Netherlands or
3: Portugal, Adrian? Or the Netherlands or who? Sorry, Portugal. Oh, the team that Portugal always beats every single time they yeah, face you them? Know, but like... Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I mean like in terms of quality. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. I agree with you there. I mean, I think that Portugal probably has a stronger attack, but Netherlands makes up for it with their insane defense, like you were saying. So, yeah, yeah I would say that they're pretty... Yeah. Anyways, let's get Josh in here as
0: well. So, Josh, when you look at then like pot three and pot four, um, Canada, obviously not in pot three. But it is so very balanced between those those two pots. So, uh, who do you want then from Pot One? I mean, everyone is probably looking at Qatar, right, and saying like, "Yeah, that's the Pot One team everyone wants."
2: Yeah, it's it's been fun to try, kind of take a look. Like, oh, who who could I dream of getting? I mean, you look at Pot One. There's there's no argument. You get Qatar. Other than that, I I mean, I I look at maybe. Portugal or England, if if I couldn't get my wish of, of Qatar, which more than likely we won't, I don't know what it's about Portugal. I mean, it's weird because they they won a Euro, so it shows that they can be a tournament team. I, I just I don't know. Looking at the rest of them, I I take my chances. Maybe Belgium as well. I'm actually coming to think of it, just kind of some of their golden generation slowing down a little bit. But I mean, pot pot one is tough, and pot two because we can't have the U.S. or Mexico. There's a couple that stick out. I think um I think someone I can't remember who told me this, but like if if Ukraine makes it. Um, Canada becomes the third like country for the neutrals because you have Christian Eriksen in Denmark you have Ukraine and then and then you have Canada so mm. Denmark's a scary threat as well I'd probably look to Switzerland Croatia one of those two for my my pot twos and then down to pot three like, as we kind of discussed earlier like there's tough teams in pot three there's tough tough teams in pot four they're they're all relatively balanced so looking at it I mean Tunisia Iran are the two that kind of kind of come out to me i would want to maybe avoid senegal morocco poland i mean poland's got question marks too because i still i mean yes they have Lewandowski, but i don't think that they're the the best one of the best teams i think serbia be scary too so i mean if, if you're asking me just one i'd say qatar switzerland iran would be a pretty nice um or maybe tunisia would be a pretty nice little group for me
0: hmm.
2: and then in Filippo,
0: for you the united states is not part two I guess that's also you looking at Qatar from part one, right? Or is this like where everyone is looking at Qatar and it's like, oh, that would be a nice one. And um, we all remember that they are no. also hosting in, in the past when they hosted tournaments.
1: No, manual. To give me England or give me death here. I want England. <laughs> I want England in my group. They can't beat us in the World Cup. They're going to also... <sighs> I'm going to start a war on Twitter with the Brits on this one. They're going to learn that it's called soccer the, wrong, the 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 bad way, right? So I would actually personally, yeah, Qatar's a little tricky because you might play against the ref and you never want to play against the ref, right? Mm-hmm. So honestly, I would want England for personal reasons. Then when I look at pot three, like we talked about, Iran is a matchup I'll be okay with, maybe Morocco, South Korea, Tunisia. I would not want to play Poland, Serbia, Japan, or Senegal. Now, looking at pot four, we know we can't draw Canada because they don't draw the same nations from the same confederation unless it's UEFA. But then you got like Saudi Arabia. That's a good team that I would be okay. Ghana. We... <laughs> okay, the U.S. is probably going to be in the same group as Ghana. It's in the stars. We're always in Ghana. So Ghana, we're going to get Ghana. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm okay with Ghana too, but Saudi Arabia probably would be the number one nat- matchup I'd want from that group specifically. Um, Again, the United States, something that very often is not talked about, we are a transition team. This whole nonsense of Burhalter wanting to play possession based soccer and try to disorganize the opponent the ball, it's just not working. Every time we play in transition, we do a lot better. And and the good thing about the World Cup is, to be fair, a lot of the matchups, that's going to be forced upon us, right? Better teams that we're not going to have an option besides defend and counter. And that might just work for the best for this team. burhalter ball works in transition. When we try to play possession-based, it's ugly. I mean, you guys saw it against Canada, right? In mm-hmm. uh, many other occasions too, throughout qualifying. But that would be my group probably um, for the United States. I really want England. I Qatar technically would be easier, but again, you might not want to deal with the nonsense that could happen in favor of Qatar.
0: Yeah, that, that'd be actually my worry too. Adrian, then for, for Canada,
3: what's, what is what is your take on who you want for this? I group? mean, nonsense aside, I think that you'd be silly to choose any other team from part one to go up against. So I would take Qatar. And then in part two, I'm not seeing a lot of people stay, say this for Canada, but why wouldn't you want to take the United States? I mean, it's a team that you can't. Wait, what?
1: You can't can't because they're CONCACAF.
3: Only European teams can be drawn together. Oh, that's what screws me up. Because I was thinking in the past, Uh like Spain and Portugal have been together. Portugal always has another huge European team with them. Because UEFA has more
1: spots. Because UEFA has more Uh spots. So they can be in the same group.
3: That makes sense. Okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. Okay, so from from pot two that I'm looking at uh, probably Switzerland, even though Switzerland are such a hard team to play against. They're so, so difficult. Yeah, they finished. I mean, they're so difficult to play against. They eliminated France and Euro. But I think of the teams that I'm looking at, also Uruguay, I haven't really followed them in this qualifying cycle. I know they started slow, but I I mean, they ended up qualifying directly. So they must have really picked it up and they have a ton of talent. So yeah, I think I would go with Switzerland, obviously, or in the end. And then from pot three, um, Tunisia, I think. I think I would go with Tunisia just because, I mean, I don't know a ton about them. I didn't follow their journey through qualifying, but Iran kind of... I know that they have some decent attackers and Teremi, etc. So I think that Iran is a little bit, might surprise people. Senegal, I have no interest in facing them or Morocco. Um, and Serbia, I saw just how well coached they are under their manager now and what they did to Portugal um, and that insane unbeaten run they went on for a long time. So Serbia, I want to avoid. So I think I'd take Tunisia and yeah, so it would be Tunisia, Switzerland, and Qatar. That would be like the ideal situation for Canada, I think. That's if everything goes uh in their favor basically yeah philip then you have united states in part two i
0: guess yeah yeah, it's,
1: it's yeah we talked of. about it but it's what i said already i want england and that's the group my 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 main concern here not main concern my question is do we know on the draw if they will also immediately give us the bracket because they normally do we're gonna get the bracket yeah tomorrow? i don't Wonderful. think so
0: you get the you, it's it's fully mapped out, isn't it? Like it's not like an open draw. Yeah. Which I are, actually, we ready,
1: I, Manuel, are we ready manual? Are we ready to do early predictions next week?
0: We should.
1: That will totally but, be uh, right.
0: Yeah, I I think we totally should. Um it's once we have the bracket um we 100% should. i guess some of us have have a second country sorry josh you don't <laughs> unless you do then i get you i get you to choose a second country maybe in this um so for me germany pod 2 i, I do kind of want to have qatar to be honest and like i'll take anyone from pod 3 and
3: anyone from pod 4 i really don't care you don't want um, portugal i mean you guys beat us every time i guess you take them oh, too oh <laughs> yeah that's true that's a buy for us
0: even the euros we beat you which is remarkable how bad we were um so yeah maybe i'll take portugal that'd be nice but like honestly at the end of the day it doesn't really matter you know who else would be nice Um Filippo? brazil get that out of the way early then don't meet again until the final
1: yeah so hold on because i got interrupted here and i couldn't hear what you said but i'm my second team for anyone that doesn't know in the podcast is obviously going to be brazil um how about we play Germany in the group stage, Manuel? What do you think of that's that? That's Just what I said, <laughs> I couldn't hear you. That's what I said. I couldn't hear you. So that's exactly what I said. So and then we I I think final. playing playing Germany would be ideal for for would be cool for Brazil. But if I'm gonna pick the ideal pot two team for Brazil, uh, it would be Mexico, because as much as Mexico thinks they are rivals to Brazil, they they always just they can't beat Brazil in a World Cup. That's just a fact of the matter. So I would go with Mexico for Brazil. And then the third team I would probably want, honestly, any of the Asian teams in pot three. I'm okay with maybe South Korea. And then on the last one, just get maybe Ghana or Cameroon, one of the African nations. Avoid European nations for Brazil. That would be the ideal. It would be kind of cool to see Brazil and Germany in the group stage. And and would you say that would be the group of death automatically if you put Brazil and Germany?
0: People keep saying that, but it's like – the first two go through
1: most likely yeah we would need probably a third it would have to be maybe brazil germany uh maybe senegal and senegal and i don't know yeah i don't know if looking at the pots here the group of death might not be as strong as in the past yeah I keep getting these ads from ESPN when I was looking at the link you sent here. That's why uh, I didn't hear you before. So I apologize.
0: <laughs> very annoying. I know um, ESPN needs to sort out their 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 ads. Well, then I'm going to get to um, Adrian in a second and ask him what he wants uh, for Portugal. But Josh, you you get to pick a second country. Lucky you. Um, who do you want to pick? And what group do you want for them?
2: Okay, it's not that I, I want to pick them, and I was like, I was looking through the list, I'm like, okay, like, like, my back, okay, so I took a one of those DNA tests, tests, a long time ago, turns out I'm, a, I'm kidding, uh, I did take a, one of those DNA tests, tests, though, and it put my background to, like, a major part of, like, m- like, me personally, like, my blood, back to Strasbourg, in, um in France, so. I always knew like, like deep, deep. Uh, Josh technically yeah. back then it was probably Germany, but it, it was, that's, yeah, no, that's, that's no, that's funny. I was assuming I was going to ask you cause everyone, um, like growing up, I knew that my biggest background came from Germany. Um, yeah. part of the reason like I like Dortmund. Uh, but when I took that DNA test, I was surprised cause it said it came back to Strasbourg and then a bunch of people informed me no, back then it was, it was, um, it was Germany. So regardless, I will pick France, not because again, I don't feel like I'm, I'm close to France, and I don't really want to see them do well. But I do want to raise the question because they are the defending uh, World Cup champs. And I also want to see what your guys' thoughts are on the World Cup curse, meaning the World Cup winner's curse. I think it, I believe it started in 2006 when Italy won it. They were knocked out in the group stage. Spain won it in 2010, knocked out in the group stage. Germany won it in 2014, knocked out in the group stage. So now I'm to just a percentage maybe from you guys to see if, it, it's, so- if it's France's turn.
1: Josh, right. it actually happened to France in 02 as well. They won in 1998, and then they lost in the group stage in 02. The only team that didn't go through that curse was Brazil in the, during that era, right? So, 94, Brazil won. They they made it to 598. But it started with France. 98, they won it. 2002, they found the group stage. And then Brazil won 2002, and Brazil didn't have the curse in 06. But then, yeah, ever since Italy won in 06, it just kept going on. True. I think they that, go past the group stage, though. I don't think it's going to happen.
2: Yeah, no, I think the, they go out in the group stage. That's that's the pot I'm going to try to create for you guys. Because I was told as well that there was a couple other scenarios way back when that happened as well. But, I mean, the curse came back, but it's it's been in a, in a row since 2006. But, yes, France did have it. So, I'll build a pot for France where I hope they don't make it out. So, in pot one, obviously, it would be France. And then in pot two, I would give them Germany. In pot three, I think I would... I think I would because that would be the two European ones. So I think I would give them Morocco and then in pot for uh, maybe Ecuador. Uh, Not that I I went back or Canadians, but Ecuador can be a very difficult team to play against. And yeah, yeah, I think I would stick with that. So I don't know. I, I will say Germany tops it and then. Ecuador or Morocco somehow sneak through, I don't know. That but yeah, my percentage of them probably getting through though is is pretty high. I, I don't know if the curse is going to continue. I'll say they have probably like a an 80% chance of making it to the group stage. But the, I think the big thing with the curse though is that like when Germany didn't have a difficult group
0: in 2018 and they still didn't make it out. And I think the curse is more also it's also kind of related to the fact that the are over like as like, as big like World Cup favorite um, going out against these smaller teams. So you almost have to give France an easy group.
1: Um, Manuel, I have a different thought on it. I think very often what happens is when a nation wins a World Cup, they're usually in their prime, right? right? They're usually in their prime. And then they lead up to the next World Cup somewhat with the same generation declining and then it's kind of a shocker but they're not the same as they were in the previous one now it's a little bit different with France because they were fairly young when they won in 2018 they're not declining right they're they're still fine if anything they might even be stronger right they're bringing back Karim Benzema um we'll see
0: but that that didn't help them in Euros
1: True, in true, in fact, but they, they didn't... Benzema and
0: Bapitra, like the France, it's always a drama. But would you
1: I agree guess. that the group they had in the Euros is probably tougher than the group they're going to get in the World Cup? Oh, 100%. They they
0: made it out of the group, but then they were eliminated in the first yeah, round.
1: I'm, right? I'm yeah, I'm not saying France will win the World Cup, but I don't think they'll get knocked out in the group stage. I don't think the curse will happen. That's what I'm trying to say with this French generation.
0: See, the thing is with Germany was that that was their big problem is because they had uh, a generation that won the World Cup and an up-and-coming generation that won the Confederations Cup, which is another curse, by the way. The Confederations Cup winner always goes out early too, right? Um, Thankfully, that tournament doesn't exist anymore, so there's that. But their problem was that they had essentially two generations clashing. And this is the thing of what people have to remember about a tournament the best team doesn't usually win. It's the, it's the well, the, the team of the best players doesn't usually win. It's the best team that wins. And what was really important for Germany in 2014 was that they, the team management was very good and they managed to get all these egos to work together. Um, and this is how Germany has won all the World Cups. And I, I actually think that's how France won it in 2018 is that the Jams just found a really good chemistry And that's how they didn't win Euros 2016 because he didn't find it there. Um, Which is like, I think that is the number one thing to win a tournament like that is to get all these people for four weeks to agree on one thing and one thing only. Uh, And you saw it with like some of the youth tournaments lately that Germany have won, right? Um, Over countries like France that are way more talented is that Stefan Kuntz, who was the head coach at the time, managed to get them all to agree on one thing and one thing only and that was to win the tournament. And I think this is something that people have to understand about these uh, tournaments: that it really comes down to not having the best players, but having the best team uh, and the team to to work together for a long stretch of time. With that in mind, then Adrian, because we haven't asked you about Portugal yet, does Portugal
3: have that sort of team? You know what I. I think they are starting to build towards that. To be honest with you, like I think that they were pretty fractured when the qualifying groups came to a close and they finished second behind Serbia. But what I've seen during these these two matches in these playoffs, and just from you know reading what they're being set, what they're saying in the media, and how Fernando Santos has sort of taken the handbrake off a little bit, he's not playing a double triple pivot anymore, and he's actually playing attacking football. I think that they're starting to move towards that, and this group has actually been together for a while now, and. Will they end up winning the World Cup? I mean, I don't know. Probably not. If they can harness all of that attacking talent, then they'll have a pretty decent shot at it. But that's always the issue with Fernando Santos is, does he actually go for it or not? And his record in major tournaments is not good. from all the major tournaments he's played in, I think he only has three matches that he's won in 90 minutes. Um, which is not a good record. It's a lot of draws, it's a lot of losses, it's a lot of struggling. But that being said, if we're looking at the pots and potential groups and what I think would be good for Portugal, I think from pot two, you would have to go with... Um, I mean, not Uruguay, because you know they were a they were nightmare at 2018, that's for sure. And Switzerland, I'm just sick of playing against Switzerland. Croatia, we have beaten them recently in the Nations League. Uh, semi-recently, a few years ago. So I think that I would go with Mexico. I was going to go with Netherlands, but just looking at that defense, like you mentioned, it's just way too good. So I'll go Portugal, Mexico, and then from pot three, I think Tunisia, I would go. (laughs) Sorry to any Tunisians out there. I feel like we're all picking on you guys, but that's just the team that I would go with for Portugal. And then from pot four, um Honestly, uh, Costa Rica, I think I think I would go with Costa Rica. so Costa Rica, Tunisia, Mexico, and Portugal is who I would go with mm-hmm. for their groups.
1: Hey guys, is Tunisia gonna come back to bite us in the World Cup for this?
3: Yes, yes, they're gonna end up winning <laughs> the World Cup they're, they're gonna one of us is gonna get them and we're gonna lose <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's gonna happen. It's written in the stars that we've talked about them way too much. It's gonna happen. and Qatar and Tunisia are gonna end up going on deep deep runs. you know it okay. yeah.
0: Okay, well, we'll see. we get the, the, the draw tomorrow. Um, very excited for it. I think it's going to be interesting to see the full bracket. And I think when that happens, we're going to take a look and give you some World Cup predictions um, on top of this preview. World Cup draw preview, I think, is what this show is. And um, yeah, hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back soon with another episode. Um, previewing the World Cup, I guess, next. And until then... Cheers and bye-bye.